Welcome back to the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. The podcast that has our dockies as guests, but you never hear them because they just don't want to talk to us. It's tragic. My name is Matt, and I'm here for the Cola in Gameu. And I'm Brad. And I can barely navigate the hellish vortex between breakfast and dinner, let alone the labyrinth of an anime podcast. Hmm. Well, as you could probably discern if you're some sort of extreme otaku who's listening to this podcast, at which point, good on you, you can navigate the hellish dimension known as using search correctly. <laughs> uh, we are going to be talking about... We're, we, 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 we're, Brad and I are besties, aren't we, Brad? Yeah, we sure are. And besties trade things. <laughs> they, they trade things that they love with each other so that they, could too, can find something that they love and share and mutualize and just bond over. Well, Brad and I are kind of shitty at being besties because we <laughs> traded each of the shows that we both hate, so. We thought yeah, it would be uh, a fun little experiment. Well, Brad made this, he made the, he made the concept for it, and I was, I, I saw it, and I was, I thought, that's, that's a cool idea, and then, but let's trade shows that we both hate, and I said, mm, <laughs> what a, con- yep, what a concept. <laughs> I can use a little rage myself. So we're calling this trade ya, but in actuality, it's more like an Anna Misery episode. <laughs> so, But instead yeah. of so both we- of us stroking each other's rage boners, we're going to be arguing at each other why the other's taste is shit. I mean, my show is Umaru. You don't think I know much taste is shit? I got the manga, boy. I'm, I'm wow. obviously not correct in the head. So what, what are the shows that we traded? <sighs> I traded Umaru-chan to you, and you traded me Neo Yokio. <laughs> so, I traded you an anime, and you traded me back a cartoon. So I gave you a Pokemon card, and you gave me a you gave me a, a baseball card right back. Hmm, interesting. What would be your definition then of an anime? Well, here is my definition. Uh, is it on Mal? That's the shit definition. Well, because if I used Wikipedia, you'd see that it says it's an anime, and I'd, then I'd have to go all English teacher on you and say, well, anybody can edit Wikipedia. That's why we don't use it as a source, and I don't want to do that. Let's see. I According can't... to the credits of Neo Yokio, produced by Production IG and Studio Dean, which are both uh, based uh, in Japan. Studio Dean? Oh, so that's why it's shit. Cool. Wee! Wee! I didn't like the fake series they made, so I'm gonna yeah, shit on them. I didn't them. like any of the series that Studio Dean made. I actually kind of liked Fate, but that's because I got a big old Fate boner, because I love everything about Fate. Anyways, let's get back to civility. No. Anyways. That's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> Wrap it up, Craig. <laughs> Alright, anyways, we traded shows. Uh... I guess we're gonna we'll, we'll discuss them and talk about them and disgust them <laughs> because I don't think any other one of these clicked because uh, Netflix said watch next me regretfully so Netflix regretfully so so who which one are we gonna start with first let's flip a coin or rock paper scissors <laughs> how the fuck would I know to flip a coin you could say it's heads and I'd be like well he has no reason to lie. <laughs> Uh, I typed in. I typed. I typed in the summary. We do Omaru first because I you really, you you wanted it to be a show I liked, and I said I like you. I love Omaru, but I don't think Omaru is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So tell uh, tell me your history about how you found Umaru-chan. Do you really want to? Do you really want me to? Yeah. I want to know where this came from. 4chan. Oh my god. What the? What were you expecting? Were you expecting me to say that I was on top of a mountain, <laughs> close to death, and then Umaru-chan came out from the snow and gave me cola and gamu and gave me the will to survive? No, I was on... I was on fucking 4chan, and I saw a cute little reaction picture when it was airing, and I was like, that looks cute. I'm going to watch it. It seemed just my speed. And I watched it as it was airing, and I said, oh, I'm a garbage human being, because I really liked that. Mm. What did you uh, like about it then? Well, I like slice of life shows, and it is a slice of life. And I really, really like Umaru. I think she's actually... I think all of the girls are really cute in their own unique ways. And it's not to say that cute girls will entrance me and keep me hooked into a show. But, cute but girls they will. will. Keep me entranced. But they will. And also, I know you're going to... I know what you're... I know. I'm just going to watch the Demo D real video real quick and pull up all your points that you'll be making. I'm sure. <laughs> Excuse you. I only remember one point from Demo D and I'm not going to list it here. Okay, well, anyways, I'm pretty sure everybody's point is Umaru's whiny, Umaru's a brat. And I say, yeah, that's cool. What we of just, it? We just steal my thunder. Well, I know the fl- You don't think I don't see the flaws? I don't, I, this is a, this relationship that I have with Umaru is like clinging to an ex. I know that they're a garbage human being, but I can't help but be with them because no one else is better, will take me back. <laughs> this is getting really real. It's just you. Yeah. But hey, hey, I bet you, little weeblet out there, you don't know what Umaru's about. So I'm going to read off the synopsis that I wrote myself and that I totally did not steal from another site. <laughs> People are not always who they appear to be, as is the case with Umaru Doma, the perfect high school girl. That is, until she gets home. <laughs> Once the front door closes, the real fun begins. When she dons her hamster hoodie, she transforms from a refined, overachieving student into a lazy, junk food-eating otaku, leaving all the housework to her responsible older brother, Chai. Whether she's hanging out with her friends Nana Ebina and Kiri Motaba, or competing with her self-proclaimed rival, Sylvie for Takibana, Umaru knows how to kick back and have some fun. Himotu Umaru-chan is a cute story that follows the daily adventures of Umaru and Taihei as they take care of and put up with each other the best they can, as well as the unbreakable bonds between friends and family. Written Aww. by Mal Rewired. <laughs> <laughs> that you acted like I don't have my anime list up a bookmark and I was like there's no way he wrote this and I'm reading it line by line on the anime list <laughs> entry did you not did you not fucking tell what sarcasm is did I just introduce your alien hive mind to a new fucking concept I thought Damn. you would at least steal from a more obscure website not fucking my anime list <laughs> What the fuck did you expect of me? It's Umaru. I'm not putting in the effort for Umaru. I Literally. expect you to put in the effort for the pod. Ah, uh, well, you know what? <laughs> I did. I watched Neo Yokio for the pod. I didn't want to watch Neo Yokio for the pod. Fuck Neo Yokio. Anyway, so salty that's... because you can't get humor, just like you didn't get 
Kono Suba the first time. Are you like, oh, you saw the movie, you're like, oh, this is pretty animation, I want to watch these original series. Hey, Konosuba movie was pretty funny. Just sucks that the original series is done by Studio Dean. <laughs> uh, we have fun here, don't we, Brad? <laughs> you need to get off your hate bone for Studio Dean. I, at this point, it's just memetic for me. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they've done something I legitimately like and I'm not aware of because I watch so much anime. But I can't be actualized to that fact, or I'll have to just deny my very human existence. What if so you find point, out that Studio Dean was a secondary studio for Gurren Lagann? There's no way in hell <laughs> that Gainax would do that to themselves. There's no way. Actually, I don't know. They do hire outside sources for certain work on animation, so who <laughs> who, who knows? Anyways, that's the description. Uh, So, yeah. Umarachan, Himoto Umarachan, are if you wanted in English for some reason, my two-faced little sister, Umaru. So all right then. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know what, Brad? This is the first time doing this. You know, I don't know if we're always gonna do hate boner shows, but <laughs> say one nice thing about Umaru before you break her down. Uh, this is kind of gonna be like a backhanded compliment. Umaru-chan has that situation that uh, Aramanga Sensei had, and I'm starting to wonder if there's a term for it, that this show would be greater if it didn't have the protagonist. Like, I enjoyed all the side characters. I did not enjoy Umaru-chan. Just how I, like how I didn't enjoy Sagiri, but I sort of enjoyed everyone else. I was about to say, I thought the main character was Taihi, and I was like, what's Taihi? What's wrong with Taihi? <laughs> uh, well, it's question, uh, that's, a qu- that's a good question. I guess they're like dual protagonists. Well, I mean, literally it shows, it's, it's, it is what it is. There's no use thinking <laughs> too hard about the it. villain. I thought Taihi was the villain when he doesn't give her Gamu. She just wants Gamu, Brad. Just wants Gamu. She wants nothing but Gameu. And Chipu. Fuck Chipu. Wow. Bull. We here are striving for the big statements of fuck Chipu. Fuck Gameu. Fuck Cola. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's gone too far. Craig, get a trank gun on him. Fucking subscribe to r slash Hydra, homies. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He's plugging things that he doesn't need to plug again. Subscribe, like to, other... subscribe to r slash... Whoa! <laughs> oh, shit! Craig, <laughs> <laughs> cut that out. Craig, you better cut that out. <laughs> Put that as an out. <laughs> you... Just bleep that. Subscribe to r... Ooh! <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> okay, so... It's all right, I got my the... W card. Uh oh, uh oh. You, you, you can't, you can't. Oh my but, gosh. But yeah, I've been drinking water so much that every time I hear the fizz from that cola, I feel a little bit sick. I'm gonna be really honest. Like, if we're actually talking critical about Umaru, her, her diet pisses me off. Because I remember eating like that at one point in my life, and I was a chub master. That's what pisses me off about this show. On one half, you have Umarachan, who is the epitome of beauty. Like, the top athlete, the greatest excelling student, and is even good at playing piano like it's your line April or, or whatever. 
But on the other half, you get, she gets home and she turns into the shitty little troll who just does nothing but garble down chips and chug that cola and play games. And there's not there's no consequence for anything she does. I mean, isn't that what's endearing though? No. She literally gets to do what we want to do, but she's perfect. It's a false reality and it's damaging to the to the children of our future. <laughs> Setting up unrealistic expectations. No kids, listen to me. Your favorite host. They drink don't... soda, eat snacks, the <laughs> show... remove my competition. This show does not once explain why Umara China is working so hard to have this perfect this perfect persona displayed when she's outside. If they even oh, did that, if they showed any kind of strife of, oh man, I'm really addicted to this cola and chips and I love playing games, but but this is affecting my lifestyle on how I'm presenting myself to the public. Then that'll be sort of like understandable at the least, but no. I mean, it's it's cool. You didn't read all the all, all the side stories. You watched the second season. There's a lot of lore in Fuck there. Fuck off! This ain't Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you did you watch the second season? No. Okay. Well, I mean, we watch one season apiece. If you watch the second season of Neo Yokio, then I'll watch the second season of Himoto Maru. What second season are you fucking talking about? You mean Pink this movie Christmas? It's not even canon. Have you watched it? No, because I didn't know it was out. It's his stupid butler telling him a story about himself. Fucking spoilers, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Umar. Let's talk about the other characters. You know who I really like? I really like all the other characters, too. I like Ibina. Not because she's got big... (laughs) She's got nice boobs, but she's also got that nice personality of being embarrassed around Oni-chan. Yeah. Or Nissan. I like that she's self-conscious about her country accent. Or country dialect. Me too. Even though if I went to Japan and I learned Japanese, I wouldn't be able to tell any dialect except the uh, the high school bullies rolling R. Ora! So yo kotonari. Umaru-chan! Himoto Umaru-chan. Yeah. Umaru-san. Alright, stop. <laughs> we said no ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm coming a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay, so what about the other characters? We got Ibina. We got a. Uh, I can never remember the girl who's got like a weird les crush on Umaru. Uh, let's see. Going to my anime list where you got your synopsis, I can see the character's name listed as Kirie Motoba. Oh yeah, Kirie and her brother Womba. <laughs> I really like Kyrie and, and Bomba. Holy shit, this show's got a dub. Time to rewatch again. Ew. I thought, okay. Oh. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I was reading it wrong. I thought Umaru was voiced by a guy on the English. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, bold casting decision. So, yeah, uh, Kyrie is cute. They're all cute. They all exist for the purpose of being cute. Yeah. And you've got Takibana Sylvanford, or Sylvanford Takibana, because she is from the West. She's cute. She, I don't know why she exists as her character trope. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> different for no reason. And, like, well, I'm sure there's, there's, there's a reason. There, yeah, there's a reason. But 
different to the point where, oh my god, why are you from a different anime? I got lost from Gurren Lockhart! <laughs> I'm Nia's sister! She's got, a, she's got a resting cat face and pluses in her eyes. She's so cute, though. She is so, so cute. She filled my heart with the Doki Dokis. I bet she does. Oh, yeah, she does. What, do you, you want to fight about it? That's what we're doing, aren't we? Well, we're not really fighting. We're not fighting yet. I'm pretty <laughs> sure once we get to Neo Yokio, you're going <laughs> to... And you actually think that that crap's good. That's when we're going to have a fight. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll Super Saiyan there. Oh yeah, I mean, like I, I'm saving my energy for the real battle. This is just the, <laughs> this is just the talk before the fight when we charge up our power levels. You could say right now, Maru sucks ass, and I'll be like, yeah, and guess what? It feels good sucking ass. <laughs> this is gonna be. This is normally these podcasts. I'm sure I have to be like, hey, don't listen to this if you've got a sensitive ear. This one, I'm gonna say, this one doesn't exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and there's no whole bars on spoilers in case you didn't know because we're not going to. There's there's not going to be an in between. F- there's no. Sp- Nobody is watching either of these shows for the story. True. If you're watching either one for the story, congratulations. Uh, you don't know how to watch an anime. Ow. Or a cartoon, for Are that you? matter. Production IG. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, is it though? Is it though? Yeah. It seems like a Studio Dean project with the animation. Well, the Anyways, kids don't lie. I didn't even say, well, I mean, on Wikipedia it says Studio Dean first, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, uh, studio that did Umaro. They've, I didn't say what studio it was in the beginning because I'm a stupid idiot. Doga Gobo. Doga Kobo. They have done many popular slice of life series, including Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Oh, I like that one. She's cute. New game. Yuru Yuri. Gabrielle Dropout. They, you know what? They just do cute girl shows. Let's be real here. A lot of these shows are like, oh, they did Senko-san. And Working Girls. Or like, a, how much do you lift the anime? Oh, yeah. I remember that. That's a good show. Hmm, I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these shows are like, uh, I follow on Reddit to look for those uh, those cute anime girl pictures. They're really cute. They are the masters of doing cute girls. Like, all these, this is just a lineup of cute girls. And then Umaru-chan is just squat there, just... Yeah, the, the cutest girl of them all. Yeah, and, you know, this has a second season that Brad didn't watch. I did, because I'm dedicated to this podcast. And I'd already watched it anyways. So, tell me, Brad, what made you hate this show? Uh, well, the first time I saw a clip, and I never, my first exposure was from Demolition D, and uh, just like how you follow Gigic for your gospel, I took his word and respected his opinions and thought, all right, I won't watch this show. He has some good points. And on my rewind, excuse me, actually, I form all my opinions via DigiBro. Can't you (laughs) tell? No, I don't watch DigiBro. (laughs) But, but upon my rewatch for the podcast, I did my best to go in with a clear mind and with no bias. But within like the first five minutes, I was reminded of how much of a fucking bitch Umaru-chan is. Such a needy, whiny little gremlin. I mean, 
I cry when I can't have Gamu either. Gamu. <laughs> okay, so you don't like it. It's just gonna be an interview. It's an interview at this point, I guess. So you don't like it because Umaru sucks. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, but you've got to admit that there are some funny bits. There are some good, like, little references. Like, uh, there were two references to Kaiji I really liked. And? I'm surprised you haven't figured out why I love Umaru so much. Despite oh, yeah. The show. That, that remind, that, now I remember. That's the reason you like the show, because it has, in episode two, it has poppin' music, you beat mania <laughs> slut. <laughs> you know, she pulled out the poppin' music. That's, like, I didn't know what poppin' music was the first time I watched it, but then I saw it at the arcade one year, and I was yeah. like, <gasps> Umaru plays that. <laughs> and then it just... She, it's a self-perpetuating love. Yeah. I love Umaru because of poppin' music. I love poppin' music because of Umaru. And that's how I felt with the OP, too. It's like, I knew the OP because you had me playing on poppin' music. And I play it on poppin' music because it's one of the OPs I know. And now it's just ingrained in my brain. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's certified banger. Fuck no. Certified banger. Not until Giga says it is. Well, uh, I mean, uh, so yeah. Mm, I don't really. There's a lot. Like, what can I ask? That's really okay. So there's odd, there are a lot of vignettes. I'm gonna whip out that word because it's such a cool word. Uh, any particular favorite little arc they go through? You know, mm. highlight reel. I like the. I like the over. The uh, super art of Taihei, like trying to figure out what he does beyond caring for his little sister, and like that one time he got lost chasing a cat, he had a interesting little memory of his mom taking him to school, which looked uh, scare like uh, dangerously like Umaru-chan, and I was getting I was getting some Aramaga Sensei vibes from this, like uh oh. I'm gonna be really <laughs> honest. The first time I watched, I was like, no. Please don't say you want to bang your sister. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I do like the parts where uh, Taihei gets, like, throws his foot down and says, Shut up! And do something with your life! But then he I, then he turns back into, a, like, walking carpet mode and uh, just does what his sister screams for. Well, I kind of like Umar just because some of that crap is relatable to my... To some some of my years with just game. I ordered this thing off Amazon. Nice game, school game. I can't really relate because if I did any of the stuff Umaru Chan did, I'd get my ass beat. Well, I mean, like I was. It wasn't like I was being a brat. I was living by myself. Yeah. I you know what? This is a slice of live show. This is, this is so hard to talk about. It's gonna make yeah. the Lucky Star episode impossible. <laughs> I, I have also, realized uh, the error of my ways. Yeah, I do. Now that you uh, thinking back on arcs, I did like when they g- played the uh, game of life, and Taihei had like a realization that maybe he would like being a chef. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Be interesting if they actually did something with that, though. Mm, well, I, I'm i going to, like, I'm going to actually give, like, I'm not just going to say it's memes that I like Umaru-chan. Uh, one of my 
things is that the show does feel very episodic in that there's really no hard story. In fact, uh, I know at one point, because uh, I read the manga too, because that's how far deep I'm into this garbage. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where Umaru finally goes, I need to stop being such a, just a straight up problem. I'm going to be better. And then immediately says, nah, fuck that. Gameu, 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 gameu. Yep. And I was like, there's every moment there's like some real actual touching moments where I say, aw, aw, so cute. And then Umaru just, or somebody does something, or there's a lot to it. I don't understand how stupid Sylvian Ford has to be to not see that that's Umaru. It's like a hat in a paper mask. You've got like Byakugan <laughs> with those flower eyes, bitch. Never mind how uh, in the last episode, Bomba is driving down to the beach and doesn't even recognize his own sister, who the only difference is a different hairstyle. It's like, are you literally stupid? I think everybody in this show has a little bit of stupid. A lot of stupid. There's a little bit of stupid all around. And never mind how Kyrie doesn't recognize the difference between, like, uh, Gremlin Umaru and Perfect Umaru. See, I'm about to... This is about to... Welcome, welcome to... You thought you were listening to Otaku Melancholy. You're actually listening to Anime Theory. So, I think that the little change into Gremlin form isn't real. I think it's all in Taihi's head. Because if you notice, she doesn't go outside in Goblin form. She only does it when Taihei's around. I know that's not true. Just ignore that. <laughs> what if it's just Taihi's illusion? He's just imagining her in different appearances because she's actually dead from a car crash he calls. That's why he doesn't have his license. Okay, so Umaru was dead all. Umaru was dead all along. Am I doing it right? No. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, well. you're doing game theory right, but no. Okay, that... Well, just... There's a something else in this show that's happening a lot now that I'm noticing it, where they have the second to last episode is presented as the last episode. And then the next episode is like a miscellaneous thing. It's happened in Aramaga Sensei, it's happened in 8th MS Team, and it's happened here. And to add the cherry on top, it was a fucking beach episode. Oh, and you know how that works. You gotta take a point <laughs> off. So, I guess what? Umaru's got like a, a negative one for you? <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, no. He said it's not that bad. Now, hold up. I didn't say it was good. I know you didn't, but I... <laughs> you thought I would absolutely to... hate this? I did. I thought it would annoy you to shit. Because it... Uh, okay... Like, I know Demo D pointed it out in his video, but the recorder soundtrack pissed off. I'm like, who? What professional musician said, I really need to set the scene. I better use a recorder. <laughs> it wasn't it, actually, that, never... wasn't actually huh? that bad when it actually happened, except for two moments, two exact moments, where I heard the recorder suck, and I'm like, ah, God damn it. But yeah, it's... that re- recorder was shit. <laughs> It's uh, gonna be in the description. Find out why Brad, what musical instrument Brad hates the most. Fuck that record. I tried practicing the Song of Storms and I thing. I couldn't get the fucking finger to half pe- 
have Pell that stupid tiny hole. Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. Already then? I practiced up until the, fi- the, the final, and I had to mark off your song. Oh, are we talking about, like, college shenanigans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in oh, his, goodness. Uh, what was his name? I don't remember. He was a cool teacher. (laughs) He was a cool teacher. Oh, wow. Are we having a flashback? (laughs) What song did I play? I don't remember. It was something. It was something. I want to say it was the uh, Evangelion theme. (laughs) That does not surprise me. It was something. (laughs) It was either Weeby or Gamey, and I... I don't remember. I would have to. I'd have to look up through my history. Anyways, let's talk about. Okay, so let's talk about. I don't know. I've this is. I there's, it's a slice of life. It's hard to come up with topics. Yeah. So you can't have a story top of discussion because what story is there? I mean, and it's not like Lucky Star where it's just watching anime Seinfeld. Yeah. And I can say, hey, what about chocolate cornets? Why don't you ask me about my score? What is your score? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Go to Miami. I think I gave it a five. Wow, that is actually not bad. Like, that is a not bad score. You want to see what I got it? What did you give it? Let's take a bet. You gave it a four, I bet. Do you... I'm pretty sure I did. Actually, no, you liked this. You probably gave it, like, a seven. Oh, you are wrong. Yeah. Guess what? I gave it a six. Ooh. Wow. I liked it, but I I guess I, I even past me who loved it was like, nah, this is shit. Like it, right. I didn't hate it like you expected me to. Aramaga says they got a low score because there was hope that was destroyed. Uh, in Marachan, there was no hope. I didn't see the remnants of what could have been. I saw it for what it was, and it was okay. I knew what I was getting into, and it knew what it was going to get. <laughs> oh, let's get to the real boss battle then of it then. So, Neo Yokio. Mm. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know of this masterpiece, <sighs> Neo Yokio is a Netflix original anime starring uh, Jaden Smith. Yay. And it was created by Production IG and Studio Dean, both based in Japan. Where are you reading this from? My mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh, who was it actually created by? Who was the person who created it? Because I got that pulled up, because that's an interesting little tidbit. Created by Ezra Koenig of American Rock Band Vampire Weekend. You can't say that word, Brad! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Koenig is German for king, you uncultured swine. Just like this show, this anime is king! You can't actually think that. You can't. It is a good show. Just continue on with this description of this shit show. So, if you don't know what Neo Yokyo is, allow me to enlighten you. Candles down, curtains drawn. Uh, yeah. That's how forced sexual endeavors happen. Because this show fucks you! You, you can let me start. <laughs> Neo Yokio, the center of fashion and high society. 
Neo-Yokyo is a luxurious city-state and the envy of the world, attracting racers for the Grand Prix, international pop star icons, renowned fashion bloggers, and demonic spirits. Kazcon comes from a long line of magistocratic demon hunters and enjoys the luxuries afforded to him by his lineage, a mecha butler, his own martini line, and the top position of Neo-Yokyo's most eligible bachelor board. But he must balance the responsibilities of his family, the needs of Neo Yokio, and the troubles of his personal life when dealing with a demon possessed custom made Chanel suit, his ex girlfriend becoming woke to the vanity of commodity culture, and protecting the lead racer of the Soviet Union from defecting into capitalism. So, are you done? <laughs> yes. Let me give you the actual synopsis. Whiny Jaden Smith has everything going for him and decides he's going to mope anyways. Oh, boom, bam. What was your first first time encountering Neo-Yokio? Let me set the stage for you. Let turns the lights down low. Play some smooth Barry Manilow in the background. No, play that song. Correct, play that song that everybody knows by that guy. Na 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 that song. Okay, sorry. So, uh once upon a time, uh Lucas and I were watching were watching Netflix and I guess at some point somehow for some reason Neo Yokio had some sort of hype because Jaden Smith was attached to the project and back then and he still is, Jaden Smith is whew, he's a human shit poster, that guy. And he just posted, you know, all those crazy tweets. So it was like, ooh, this show's going to be wacky. This show's going to be wild. It's going to be a party. We're going to have fun. And we watched the first two episodes, and I was bored out of my, out of my mind. And I, 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 that's my first exposure. So what about it bored you? Here is what bores me about me. You want to, you hear, okay. Here's what bores me about Neo Yokio. It is the fact that all of the humor is basically just, it falls so flat on me. And I know what you said the first time. I was like, it's a, is it supposed to be funny? You're like, you just didn't get it. You don't understand <laughs> satire. I didn't I said, say that. Somebody said it to me. I'm sure it might have been Lucas. Probably Lucas. Who said, you don't understand satire. And I said, I do understand satire. It's just got to be good. It's being satirical of upper-class society when it's self-playing to the very tropes, and it's not even being funny about it. Okay, you know what? I'm giving the Yokio a lot of shit. It did make me laugh a couple of times. It made me actually not laugh. It made me do that thing where you see something funny and you take in extra air. Yeah. I took in extra air. I took in extra air like three times, and I can remember those times because... I was going to pace Neo Yokio out because Neo Yokio bores me to tears. And I, here's the thing for me, five shows, like shows that are like four or three, because they just are boring and they're not like awful. Those automatically go to zeros because if you bore me, you can't have, I can't do you. Yeah. So anyways, I remember at one point with the stupid, you got to wear a tuxedo. You need a tuxedo mask. And they had tuxedo masks on. I sucked in air at that. Yeah. Uh, goodness. You know what? What were their names? Gottlieb and... Gottlieb and Lexi. Those, those are my favorite characters. Yeah, they're those, great. Those are the only redeeming factors of this show. I hate Kaz so much. He is my Umaru. He is my <laughs> Umaru. Because 
he is so incessantly whiny and not in the hyperactive bratty way. It's just, uh, everything is awful and I don't know why it's so awful. And this thing that is clearly not that great is great and it's great. So why is everything so awful? I just, I can't join you for parfaits. I'm mourning the death of a relationship. <laughs> I hate that shit. I cannot stand CauseCon. I can't... St okay. <sighs> I can't stand a lot of this show. And you know what? Yeah. I think it all stems with Jaden Smith because I know that there's some people... Okay. Okay. I tried to go in blind. After I finished, I tried to suck it all in and say, Matt, could just not be your show. Could just be not your show. So I looked up and I was like, why Jaden Smith suck at voice acting? And people were like, <laughs> Why does he sound like he's never learned how to inflect it in his life? And this king, this king who wants to defend the show so bad said it's part of his character. He's doing it intentionally. Even those scenes where he's supposed to be emotional, he's supposed to be so disillusioned and unaffected. That's, it's just his acting choice. And I said, wow, man, you might want to get like some condos from all that dick riding you're doing on Neo Yokio, my guy. <laughs> A and lot the of the humor I find is... Purely Helena St. Thessero, her voice actor, I also cannot stand. Yeah. Like, you've just gotta, like, get used to it, Kaz. You gotta throw down the imperialist society, Kaz. <sighs> oh, my goodness. You have no idea. On episode six, when she flew away in the robot, I wanted there to straight up, like, anti-air missiles and just shoot her <laughs> down. And it to be the end of the show, I would have... I would have it would have bumped the show up seven score. I would have given it a six. Actually, no. Look at my score. I would have given it a four. Yeah, the so. the uh, non-talent voice actors are very weak. I will. I don't. I don't deny that. But the humor I find in it isn't. It's purely from the absurdity of it, of hearing a character in anime style just saying wackadoodle lines like, ah yes. Squid ink, squid ink pasta, the most melancholy f of food. I was about to mention that line because that was another line that actually had me suck in extra air. Yeah, and it's also the like semi-catharsis of seeing an anime character just finally throwing down and saying, fuck it. Like literally, quote-unquote, fuck it. And that's, that's something I feel is lacking from anime. Just cathartic profanity and it's something small it sounds stupid but it's necessary is this well i mean a lot of anime you listen in japanese i, I mean i tried for this show but netflix doesn't have japanese audio as an option because it's not an anime wait 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 i did actually try to do that because i was gonna blow my brains out listening to that first episode again i <laughs> I've watched it. I've watched that first episode four times. Yeah. I watched it once with Lucas, once with you, and then twice by myself because I I said, Matt, you're getting, you've got to take something away from this, <laughs> and I couldn't. I could not. I'm not doing this for the for the funny of it. I actually. I don't like this show. This is my Anna Misery. The first two Anna Miseries, I was like, it's a good time. This one, I... 
I sat through in one sitting because I had to get this out of the way. This turned the podcast officially into work. <laughs> was watching Neo Yokio. Now, I let me see. Okay, I'm a big old literature buff. And yeah. there was that stupid scene where they were going bar hopping and they went to one of the bars that was uh, the tiger. Yeah. And their password was fearful symmetry. And I just like leaned back in my chair saying, are you making a William Blake reference? That was funny. I, I was very happy when I understood that as someone who doesn't know how to read. <laughs> I mean, it's such a, it's, it's probably, it's a really caught, it's a really entry, like entry, I would say entry, but it's a, it's not the highest echelon of, you know, like, it's, literary It's references. basic poetry. Yeah, it's basically romantic poetry. But I still was like, okay, okay, fine. And I did learn something from Neo Yokio, which I hadn't learned besides a billion, what, a billion fashion brands. Because I think that's also what just tremendously pissed me off was it was like being with it was like being at a like you you're going to a friend's house right this friend yeah. you just met and he brings over his best friend and the best friend and him just insist on making inside jokes that's what neo yokio was doing with all these fashion label references or it's not gucci oh it's louis vuitton i'm like i don't know who those are and i was getting irritated by it it's revel it's i know what it's trying to do it's trying to satirize the the, the the, you know the the the, uh, the upper crust, yeah, the upper class, and it feels like to me it's being a satire on the overabundance of luxury items, while at the same time being a celebration of it. And for me, it's that mixture of and when you where you can't see whether it's being one or the other that uh, tr- triggers the humor for me, tickles my it's... funny bone. It, I literally just saw it. What I saw was a satire that was not hitting it at all. It was trying to be satirical and reveling in it so hard it became the very thing it was mocking. It yeah. became the very thing it swore to destroy to me. It probably is also blatant like product placement, and I fully understand that because I'm never going to buy any of that, that uh, bullshit product. You bought a fucking Toblerone because of Neo Yokio. Toblerone isn't luxury, though. I can get it at it Walmart. It is luxury chocolate. This stupid cast calls it... No, when she waxed... What? Her, Helena Saint... Tessera. Saint... Yeah, her. She <laughs> waxed one of those Hel- the Helenists over the back of the head and says, You do have good taste in luxury chocolate, though. It's luxury chocolate. You are the bourgeoisie. And I will lord it over you when I bring over to your house a big Toblerone and say... Knock knock! I brought you big Toblerone, and you if will you have to accept it. If you come over to my house with a big Toblerone, I'm going to close the door in your face and be like, "And the next episode of the podcast will be super awkward." Yeah, and then I'm going to bust down your door with my with my Toblerone battering ram. I'm gonna and I'm gonna call the police and say, "Help! A man is trying to beat me up with luxury chocolate," <laughs> and they're gonna say, "You need to stop popping acid, sir." <laughs> I, I'm trying to. I really don't want to be negative about the show because I didn't want to just have a huge hate boner for it. I didn't want to have a hate boner for it, but I do, boys. I got the biggest hate boner for it because maybe it's just because I'm a poor boy from a poor family. But just, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I hate Kaz so much. His, 
voice upsets me. It There are oh don't get okay, there are good voice actors in there. There's like you can tell when somebody is in here who has done it before because they'll be talking to and then I said that it should be something that is done. And then they'll be like, Yes, I do believe that that's part of the problem. Yeah. And it's so out of place. Also, the animation sucks so bad. It is like, okay, okay, okay. When Brad said we're going to trade, and I went back, I said, okay. I, it's, been two, it's been three years since I've watched Neo Yokio. Maybe it's not as bad as I remember. And I said, it's the production ID, the IG. That's, those are good. They do good stuff. And then I'll do more research. Studio Dean. Ooh. Okay. Studio Dean can do good stuff. I just got a hate boner on them for the memes. But oh my goodness. If the actions the action scenes are so flaccid, it's so bad. It is so bad. Yeah, I mean I, when you when you go to Studio Dean, you get what you expect. But I just couldn't understand. Like, okay, there I remember there was one scene in the beginning that the lightning effects I thought were really cool because the way they manifested around his hand, I thought that's probably that probably took a minute to do. But the actual actions I the action scenes I did not want because they were so rudimentary and boring. They were so I looked up reviews and another review I should have pulled them up. I should have pulled them up so I could have like my test my my my, my evidence for testi- testifying in this this court case. But I remember at one point someone saying that it was trying to intentionally utilize animation in order uh, to make it look like a 90s anime. And that meant using bad animation? Because that's not a good defense because 90s anime had some crisp, crisp animation. Let's remind you, and I'm, this is probably yeah, the worst. They're talking out their ass there. I mean, the animation's not good. You You don't go there for action. There's like two... Maybe three action scenes in the whole show. Oh, well, I go to the count- show for the humor and for the very un, very seldom touched topic of bourgeoisie um, elitism. And I mean, do you include that racing scene as as action because that car was pissing me off. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, wow! PS One model race car! Go, go, go!" Actually, what was his name? I like Archangelo. Archangelo is the is the great bouncing board for Kazcon. Well, the, the stupid the race. Say we are homies. <laughs> Fine, we're homies. You've got to say it. And then he immediately crashes into the other guy after. Okay, his his entourage also had me laughing just by the fact they were wearing these. They looked like they was about to do it to him with yeah. their shorts. <laughs> and that. I think that's the third thing that made me suck in air really hard because I didn't notice it the first time. I was so focused on their upper bodies that then I saw their bottom their bottom half and I was just, oh, wow, those are the shorts of someone who's going to ask if they can rearrange tables. Yeah. And it was, it was that, that actually got me. Uh, you know what? I'm about to, like, change my tune a little bit because there was one other scene as an anime fan that actually kind of literally kind of hung me up. Do was it. when uh, Charles ran... They called Charles a mecha. And I said, he's not a mecha. There's not a person inside of him, stupid. <laughs> and then Charles ran out of energy and a person came out of them. 
And I, <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, Neo Yokio, I see you're gonna call my bluff. <laughs> and I was literally being all elite weeb over here, and then, yeah. And it made me lock up. <laughs> it was like the, because I literally, I, I was actually thinking that when I saw it. It's not a mecha unless there's someone piloting it. <laughs> How do you not know that? And then they whipped you in the face like, see? Yeah, they did. I was, I, I had nothing to say about that. That did make me, I think that actually made me, did make me actually laugh just a little bit. <sighs> so... Now that we got you on a high note, what would you give your score on Neo Yokio? Hmm. Is it the worst thing ever? Uh, yes, it is. Hmm. Uh, I would give it... It's got... I will admit that it's got competent humor at times. Or it uses... I will not say competent humor because that would require for me... For, for, for me and several other people because I didn't look up too many reviews for my point exactly because then I just use those for my actual arguments Yeah. because that's the kind of person I am but I do know that the humor falls flat for, for, for a lot of people and I feel like maybe it's just not well done the humor is not that great the action's not that great The out of the three main characters or well the main character sucks uh, Helena sucks. Galia and uh, Lexi are alright. Alright. Yeah. Mm, Archangelo's okay. Charles. I don't... I, I'm apathetic towards Charles the moment that... Ch- I had a kid Brad moment. The moment that Charles <laughs> became a person, I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I kind of had that... T- I had that too when I watched it the first time. And it moderated me. It was like... person came out, I was like, ugh. It's not fun anymore. Oh, goodness. What was that? The Remembrancer? Yeah, the Remembrancer. That. Super dislike. That was. That. I don't know why. That made me so uncomfortable. To an extreme <laughs> degree. So, if there was intention was to make the Remembrancer, like. To have the kind of character design that made me not want to look at the screen, then they succeeded in that tremendously. Hmm. What was it? Aunt Agatha? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I guess I got. I maybe, and this is something I will give to the show's credit. I I originally because I did my research too. Originally, it was supposed to air on Fox as a late night program. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they had done it more in the vein and vein of like Archer, yeah, with and I guess it's kind of trying to go for Archer esque qualities. If they had done it more like Archer, where every episode was episodic, a little bit. And you could just have wild, wacky stories about these demons. Or maybe if they just went hard and did... There were too many in-betweens, you know? They tried to... Here's the thing. Here's what, I guess, fundamentally makes me dislike Neo Yokio. They tried to be in the middle for too many things. And if you're not going to commit to one side, you know, you're not going to win. You you can't get both. you got to get one. And the in-between of wanting to be a semi-action and a humor show and trying to blend them and it not really working as well as they wanted to and being a deconstruction but also a celebration of bourgeoisie and then being an episodic show but also a narrative, like a, a, you know, a narrative. It just couldn't do it. 
and I don't know. So my final score, I guess that's a long way to just give you the important little number you want. I give it a two. I see. Actually, if we're doing decimals, I give it. If we're just doing, if we're doing decimals, I give it a. Uh, I'd actually give it like maybe a one point five. Ouch! We're not doing decimals. Yeah, you know, that feels unfair. That feels unfair. Neo Yoko does have some confidence. I'll give it a two point five. That's my final score. Two point five. Yeah. Neo Yoko has it doesn't commit to any of its plot lines like you would expect. Like it doesn't commit to uh, demon hunting. It doesn't commit to. Uh, let's see. Oh, I do. I do like the character design. So, like it. I mean, like I'm never gonna call it an anime. I'll die on that hill. Uh, but I do like that they, you know, they have people of color and more diverse, you know, than just your typical sort of skin tones in it. Yeah. So that was really cool. And I do, for all it's, for all I hate him as a person, I do think Kaz's design is kind of cool. It is very neat. It it makes the uh, pink hair and the uh, dark skin, like, pop. Yeah, like, his character design is actually... And there's somewhat of, like, a low in lore explanation on why his hair is pink. Because he's a he's a magic user. Now, like, I don't know how that works for how this blue hair. My argument's falling apart now that I think about it. Uh, you got to read the the Neo Yokio extended universe novels. Fuck off! So that ain't Star Wars. <laughs> the show doesn't commit to any uh, plot points like you'd expect. It focuses on Kazcon and his celebration of luxury items while dealing with Helena and her refusal or refutation of that same lifestyle. So it, you unfortunately don't like Kaz Khan, so you were never going to like the show because it's all about Kaz Khan saying funny stuff about fashion brands. I don't like it for a lot of reasons. Well, this has been. <laughs> um, well, this is this is really we ran out of energy real quick on this. Well, I mean, you as the more you talked about Neil Yokio, the more I kept having to agree. Like, yeah, the animation is pretty bad, or yeah, 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 yeah. And all I can really defend is that I enjoy this show. <laughs> well, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I enjoy Umaru, but Umaru does. It's not good. Well, yeah, I didn't pick two good shows to start out with, I guess. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I guess we thought that this would be like... I would have, I, and I mean, I'm winning guns blazing, but then I just went, oh, I ran out of bullets. Yeah. Brad's just letting it hit him. <laughs> and I'm, I'm tanking. Like, and I'm just to the effect of saying, just why won't you, why won't you shoot back? I'm punching him in the face and going, fight back! <laughs> fight me! I want you to fight me! Honestly, looking through our anime list, we kind of share like uh, things we like. So it's it's going to be hard for any of us to find something we like that the other hates. I mean, this is the like, closest legitimately you can... like. I mean, this is the closest you can... <laughs> I, I hate Neo Yokio with a passion. But the only no, never mind. I was gonna say the only other thing would be familiar with zero, but I don't even like that. <laughs> I I don't think we have a show here. <laughs> we got a show. We got a show. We'll pad it out. It'll be good. But I mean, I don't it's think good... we have future episodes for trade yet. 
we'll just trade we'll just trade shows that we want the other one to watch and we'll think they're like. We can make something out of that. Mm. Hey, it's a good idea. I mean it's it's a good idea, but we're too similar in our tastes. Uh you wanna do it this time? Nah, you do it. Thank you for listening to the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Matt. Catch us every Tuesday and every other Friday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Breaker Podcast, and Radio Public. If you want to hear us like get some spicy talks going and maybe actually yell at each other, then join us on our Discord at Otaku Melancholy. And if you want to see our non-fighting stuff where we post about things that we like, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as Sun Tzu once famously said, the supreme art of anime is to subdue the enemy without fighting. This has been Otaku Melancholy. Uh, bye-bye. Goodbye. Gambate!